Well, good evening, everybody. I am Frankie James. I am Sunshine. Oh, I, I thought she was going to introduce me. My I, I think at this point, babe, with the way, you know, the day's been, with the way that the last couple months have been, uh, people, we, we all know who each other are. This show is going to be a little bit different, guys. Um, you know, obviously, we, we love doing this. This is, we couldn't be more happier with our fan base. But we want to focus on something tonight um, that's extremely, realistically, babe, you know, the reason why we started the show. Um, this mm -hmm. is one of the reasons why we started this show, and that's tonight's topic. Um, you know, we obviously set, you know, scheduled it out so people are going to be aware that tonight we're going to just focus strictly on, on, on the importance of mental health and, um, and, our, and our stories. And, uh, you know, disclaimer right off the bat, we are not doctors. We are, you know, what we'll do. We're never going to say no to somebody if they're looking for a little guidance. Um, we do have the, the expert, you know, the specialty to to have conversation, and we have the the background stories to be able to assist. Obviously, with you know, with me, I am I have some some credentials which I'll get into to where I can help, um, and that's going to be part of the goal. Is is exactly that. Um, you know, this is going to be, there is no time limit. There is no topics. There's no segments. There's no, this is just a, a conversation. And we want, you know, our viewers and fan base to get involved as much as you like. Um, we have no problem with that. That's what this is all about. Uh, to the extent of, you can personally message me. You can personally message Sunshine. If you would like to come on tonight, come on the show tonight. We will happily send you a link and you can join our conversation. If maybe you have a little question, you want to just get right on. We will have you join the show tonight. Um, this is the show for you guys. Um, this is the show for anybody that's going through something. Um, so with that being said, uh, hi, babe. How are you? How you doing? <laughs> um, I am I'm surviving right about now. That's where I'm at. I'm surviving. I hear you 100%. Elliot found me a seven. My good friend, Elliot from Clubhouse. Hello, Frankie. Good to see you. Uh, good to see you, brother. Um, sometime, obviously, you know, uh, you, just man, you can man the comments if you like. Mm -hmm. And uh, um, Oh, by the way, Facebook user, we don't see your name. So whoever just said me, you got to allow um, permissions for stream, stream yard so that we'll be able to see your name. Yeah, yeah. I imagine people probably would already know that by now. We're already up to fifteen like viewers too. By the way, people are going to be loving the show. They missed us. Uh, they definitely Love it. they missed us. So these are going to be our topics right here. This is what's going to stay. These are our stories. The importance of mental health. Um, I'm just getting a couple things situated here. Um, how was work today? What work? I feel like we're always at work. Well, I had an interview today. We, we talked a little bit about it. Um, there's always some kind of light at the end of the tunnel. Um, it went really well. Uh, shout out to my good man, Brittany Smith. Hey, guys, we miss you. Oh, well, well, we're happy to be back. We, mm -hmm. we, we, and, we'll, and we will be. We know, we'll, it's so funny because this is like one of the really popular shows. Everybody likes this show, but we can't seem to get can't seem to do it much <laughs> listen it's the adhd okay like 
you know, we, we were working on once a week and they were like, that's a lot. And it was like every other week. But, you know, I had, I, I'm going to say like this, I have had some issues pop up recently. Um, I know you weren't feeling well last week, so. No, I was not. No, I was not. And, uh, it was rough, but, um, we have our music in the background. Um, I'm going to dive into the opening discussion. Um, which is, you know, the importance of mental health. Um, so right off the bat, I, I am, I, I, I do suffer from uh, mental illness. I've been, I'm diagnosed with manic depression, anxiety, uh, ADHD. Um, disclaimer, I am very open. Those of you that know me, I am very, very, very open with everything I go through. I plan on being very, very, very open tonight. Um, there will be things that you will learn about me. There will be things that you've already known about me. So I just want to put that disclaimer out there. Um, this is all to spread awareness. And if anybody wants to talk, I'm here. That being said, um, you know, it's very difficult to you know, to live with those things on an everyday basis. Um, we have good days sometimes when we have bad days, sometimes the, you know, the bad overweighs, but we do the best that we can, um, with the right guidance, uh, and with the right tools and, you know, you, you take it day by day, but sometimes it's very difficult to do that. Um, sometimes it feels like it's impossible. You know, it could be the smallest little margin of error that can literally turn your day upside down. Um, it's, it's very difficult. Uh, I'm going to let you now jump in and kind of be, if you want to talk a little bit about, you know, some of the things that you go uh, through. Dead ass. Like I'm trying so hard not to even bust out in tears right now. Like I really am. Um, I'm trying yeah. not to be. It's going to be one of those episodes. I'll be, I'll be, I'll be letting it out. <laughs> I'll be letting it out. Yeah, you know, I was just trying not to be first, you know what I'm saying? Um, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I wasn't trying to be first. Um, so yeah, like I as well, I was actually recently, newly, I'm sorry, not recently, newly diagnosed with ADHD um, late in life, like four years ago. And um, but I had all the symptoms at, all the way through. And um, the worst part is like, I don't know, like once you recognize the diagnosis and you recognize your behaviors in, you know, as a kid and everything like that and how people saw you and treated you. And then as you get older, you see it's still happening. It's, it's very interesting, but that along with, um, anxiety, a lot of anxiety and, um, also depression and, that's that's basically where I am at this particular moment right now in my life, and yeah. Yeah, I always I always appreciate you when you when you're open. It's it's actually one of the most beautiful things I, I think I've ever been able to witness is is the vulnerability of somebody, especially you, because we've had conversations. Um, but being we have a lot we have a live audience right now, and people are going to take from this. And we are initially, you know, it, it might be difficult, uh, but our goals are always the same when it is to help people. My cousin, Teresa, I love you, my cousin. I have depression, anxiety. I know it's hard. 100%. She does. My cousin, Teresa, goes through a lot. Um, Sunshine. Um, this is, a, so Brittany is actually, it's um, Stasia. Um, hey, Stasia, girl. That, that's Stasia. Uh, she's diagnosed with ADHD. 
you know, the thing about ADHD is, and I actually kind of want to get your take on this, you know, I was diagnosed as an adult, and I believe that's because of the fact that our parents always said we were just hyper. Mm. We were hyper. Uh, you know, he'll be okay. He's just running around like a crazy person. But realistically, I was, I slash we or whoever, we were, uh, we were suffering from ADHD at that time. I used to not be able to finish dinner. I used to sit down, have dinner, and I have to get up and walk away um, to, uh, just because it was just, you know, that sense of, you know, I, 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 it's something I can't explain, obviously, um, that chemical imbalance in the brain where you have to go elsewhere. Mm -hmm. um, you just don't even know. Uh, Facebook user. Um, I, don't know, I don't know how people don't know this by now. Um, but we'd love to know who said that. But thank you so much. Uh, we admire you guys for being here. And please, by all means, thank you so me. much. Thank you. Thank you, Facebook user. You know, but back to what I was saying, you know, we were always told, like, oh, he's hyper, he's hyper, she's hyper. But we, you know, not until as a later, as an adult is when it really had gotten bad. And when my ADHD had gotten really bad was my job, mm. was my job because I was getting to a point where I could not focus. I couldn't focus on my job. I mean, <laughs> squirrel. I mean, you, you you know how it is. Like the attention span was very difficult and I watched my job. I was, I, I wasn't doing well no more. So I had went and gotten tested and got prescribed medicine and it saved my career. It really saved my career. Um, I'm grateful for it. I embrace it to, to the max. And I, I, you know, when we, when we, and I won't say what you, you know, I'll let you do that talking for you, but I obviously you and I talk, so I know what we both do take, you know, when we don't have our medication, um, it's very difficult to, 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 to do everyday tasks. Um, I mean, I've seen it, you know, we've both seen it with each other. Um, mm -hmm. It's very noticeable for us because we relate because we go through it. So that it's very easy for me to see, Hey, 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 babe, make sure you take that bad boy or you, you, you to me, Frankie, slow the freak down, take the med because we just know because we go through it. You know, ADHD is, is very difficult to deal, to deal with and to live with, but with the right, you know, treatment and it becomes very, it becomes much more um, easier to live with every day. Um, I'm already a high energy person <laughs> as it is, as you are too, Sunshine. I mean, we have you know, our low key yeah. conversations, but when we're in our zone, you know, we're rocking and rolling and, and we have some good high, high positive, high positive. Mm -hmm. energy. And that's like a good surrounding point with it. Because when things are clicking on all cylinders with the ADHD, I mean, we are a barrel of fun. I mean, people go back and watch our shows. Mm -hmm. There's no stay, no stopping us now. You know, we're just, it's, it's tough. It's tough to take us out of our element. Um, I'll let you, you know, jump in now and you talk, talk a little bit about, um, you know, with, with your ADHD. And then the thing about it is like with um, females with ADHD, it's, it's, it's so much different, you know, like guys, they present a lot more, openly a lot more physically with their ADHD symptoms. Mine wasn't like that. Like it was, you know, yeah, I was a social kid. And so I made a lot of friends, had a lot of relationships. I was also that kid that my teachers looked at me and they were like, she's smart. I, I, I got, always got the smart but lazy um, yes. title. 
It yes. was like, you know, she knows this stuff, but she won't get her homework done. Like she won't turn in her homework or I'll do my homework and just won't turn it in. Um, huh. And that, and, and then as I got older and, you know, got into the working field, started realizing um, like I didn't keep a job longer than I think somewhere between six months, six months to a year. And I was out. Um, either I was bored or, um, I just got tired of it. Or honestly, I got to the point where I was the, the job itself. I didn't like, I was good at, but I didn't like it. And I would just, you know, have a mental breakdown and, and, yeah. yeah, and gotta, gotta peace out. Um, and then like, it's, it's even more difficult because it's like now it's weird I at first I was like happy that I finally got a diagnosis happy that finally somebody saw what the fuck was going on with me because you know I got the I got the um the first diagnosis was um bipolar bipolar with um hypomania and the only thing that they like because ADHD and like the hyper bipolar they some of the symptoms kind of overlap you know i was just curious about that because i always wanted to know if i was bipolar and um maybe we can even talk about that after you finish what you're saying obviously you're not your medical opinion because you're not a doctor but just because you know me now well enough to maybe you can even let me know because i have been like people have said like i am um i've always been kind of curious about that but good well, from what I have read up on, a lot of it is definitely the like um, the heavy risk taking um, behaviors and stuff for like bipolar. Um, is that a part of it? Yeah. Really? But, See, I, I guess I don't know much about it. I should educate myself. But then there's also risk taking involved with ADHD as well because of our impulse control. So it's like there were so many like things that were kind of similar, but one off. And like, finally, when I finally got, you know, a diagnosis, cause I was like, even when they would put me on medication, it was just like, this isn't working. And I'm still, big phase. I, I'm, I'm, I'm like at work and I'm like squirreling out all the time. And it finally took my current therapist. Just, I, I don't even know what we were just having a conversation yeah definitely impulse control is is really the worst part of it um okay yeah but i i just i i would leave a job and like honestly the job that i'm currently at now is the longest i've ever been at but you should be proud just for the simple fact that you know sometimes that's not what you're doing but you know it's the time spent there because like you just said, you know, you you were leaving jobs often. Um, I was always a couple of years, uh, so I never really had that issue. But the fact that you are, have gotten to a point where you've been there for a, a decent amount of time, it is a good feeling. Now, would you, with that being said, and I won't say anything else, we know where I stand. That's obviously a Sunshine and Frankie private conversation that we've had. And, you know, you know where I stand. Um, but it is a sense of accomplishment because it's something that you weren't able to do for so long. And now you have made a name for yourself. We need to get the fuck out of there. Um, but uh, but yeah. Um, and with that being said, just off topic. Um, we have some really good viewers already. 
Uh, guys, I want you all to try to do me a favor. Obviously, like like our page, but we would love it if you guys actually shared tonight's live. You know, give it a share and simply just tag us. Um, you know, the more the merrier to join this conversation tonight. So let's 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 give it a share. Give us a tag. Um, it would actually mean a lot to to uh, Sunshine and I. Um, you know, give give it a share, please. Um, you know, wherever you you may like, or if there's somebody that you feel maybe want maybe be interested in the conversation, um, give them a tag. Uh, thank you. Yes, John. But um, I've I've what I also realized is also as a kid dealing with the um the kind of the negative comments and everything and even the the judgments and stuff as I've gotten older I recognize it even more now so it's like especially with ADHD I find myself especially at work having to mask um my ADHD symptoms so and and it wasn't until like I started thinking back um about okay I can't even tell you how many years but it was in 2000 um you know 2005 I had just started a new job and I was in training and I was catching on to everything this chick was teaching like I, I was like yeah I got this I got this and I was bored because I got what the heck was going on so quickly. Do you think it's an over sense of like over, like not over accomplishment, but like just an over lack overconfidence that you may have had? No, it wasn't even the overconfidence. It was like I, I when I caught on to everything that she was teaching and stuff like that, and I was bored, mm-hmm. I would pull out a magazine or I would pull out oh. my coloring book and I was Ooh. just sitting there or I would just be doodling. And Is that because your mind maybe was going elsewhere? It wasn't because I needed the manual stimulation to keep my mind engaged. I could sit here and if I, if I was in an office setting and we're in a meeting, I could sit here still like this and be looking directly at the guy that's talking, nodding my head and this, this, and this. And by the time we leave, don't fucking ask me what we talked about because I have no clue. That's really ironic. I have little things that I do that are like, it still blows my mind. So I'm going to tell you one of my weird things that I do. Um, I, I don't want to say it's an OCD thing, but it's an ADD thing. So we're I'm walking down the street because I, I do a lot of running. I do a lot of walking. Um, and obviously, when you see the concrete blocks, they're squares. I went, oh, it's so weird, sunshine. Wait till you hear this. So I'm walking down the street. And as I'm looking down, I'm my hand, I'm doing this. I'm crossing. I'm making X's in the boxes with my hands. Like, <laughs> Like just, I'll even demonstrate. Like I'll just sit there, like walking, and I'm like walking. I'm just like, like, <laughs> so weird. I still do it now as an adult, mm. um, and I know I'm doing it, but it's like a comfortable, comfortable thing. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it's really, really mm-hmm. interesting. We have um the mouth Facebook user. If you could please like change, I think I'm pretty sure it's you, Chris. Um, yeah, I think it's Chris. Yeah, please like let you know allow Streamyard to um for you to join. Um, Christy did say that she wanted to probably pop in. Um, Christy, shoot like one of us a message. Um, just let us know what part that you were like interested in actually talking about, and I'm, I'm sure we can bring you in for a few minutes. Um, Christy has, struggles a lot, and she's very open, so I think she'd be a good part of the conversation. Yeah. Um, we'll keep her in here for just for a few minutes, if anything. She might need to pop out and come back in and see if that. I don't know. I'm not really yeah. sure what it is, but if we have her on, then it will be a little bit more of a different story. Mm-hmm. Um, she says she changed it. So we talked about a couple of the, th- obviously, you know, the ADHD, um, 
as, as it stands right now for me, um, I take on so much as it is. So, you know, it it helps. Um, not, not not having it, easy, but, but but being you know medicated, um, and obviously doing the right things. Um, when we take on so much, you know, we have that sense of like accomplishment, and it's ironic because um, our good friend Stasia, um, and nothing new under the sun podcast that our tarot reading, she just went over the Tauros little segment, um, and I got to listen into it, and I learned a lot about myself. One. But she like, did say, like, you know, setting those goals, like that's where it's due, and like, they have to accomplish them. And anybody that knows me knows that's just something I have to do. Um, but like, if I wasn't medicated and it was like a free for all for me, oh my God. <sighs> I'm sitting here actually thinking about it. It's like overwhelming, it's extremely overwhelming. Um, oh man, could you imagine? No, it doesn't even, it doesn't help also that like with me, I have really bad rejection sensitivity. So along with the ADHD, I also have the, the, the fear of like rejection that, you know, people are going to, you know, judge me for, you know, whatever it is that I do or mess up on or whatever the case may be. And like, some next thing you look at you like you're using it as an excuse and et cetera, et cetera. Um, that's really hurtful to hear. Um, only because of the fact of like, you know, we always have to hide it because mm-hmm. we don't want we we want to be just like everybody else. We're not, and we do what we have to do. But people still start saying, "Oh, that's oh, that's Frankie who has ADHD. He just uses it as an excuse to get me to get medicine or or whatever it may be." You know, I had somebody actually tell me that I that she thought that maybe I use my ADHD, the fact that I have ADHD as a crutch. Like when I was talking to her and telling her, you know, just explaining to her about myself and the you vulnerable know, moment you were having with somebody, and that's the way they took that. God, mm-hmm. God, yeah. Wow. Uneducated people in this world. Now, we don't know everything about everything, but are we going to listen to what people have to say? Nine times out of 10, yeah. Are we going to show curiosity of somebody's situation or a diagnosis? Absolutely, because we all go through something different. Hmm. We all go through something different. Now, we may be diagnosed with a lot of the same stuff, and we are. But that doesn't mean we we should we experience the same exact things. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's really unfair to hear that. Um, and you know, coming from my family, I don't. There's not a lot of like. I don't want to say mental health issues. Um, I was one that just, you know, happened to be the one that wanted to get diagnosed and find out what was going on because. Um, and we'll start doing now transit transitions on China into now a little bit of the depression um, aspect of things. And I'll take the, I'll, I'll leave, leave that and I'll take the floor for a little bit. You know, depression is something that I've dealt with since I was 10, 33. Um, I've been in therapy on and off since I was 10. Oh, here it comes. <laughs> I knew it was going to happen. We'll put a little background music on, um, <laughs> you guys. I, 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 I we, I already talked, and I talked, we already talked about this. We knew we were, it was going to be one of these episodes. Um, the open we are, the better, as I, as what I like to say. So, um, I'll need you to make the comments now, um, because I'll just okay. keep talking. Um, 
Oh, thank you. Yeah, Christy actually got to witness a um a show that I just did. I think I was telling you about where I had been. Where I was very open. Like I think like lost it on air. Um, yeah, you know, depression is something that isn't really like it's not like looked down on. It's not frowned upon. It's nothing like that. It's more or less in my family. They just don't know how to really deal with it. Um, not not saying on their own that they didn't like nobody's has anything other than myself i believe um my mom my mom as well uh for sure but um like people just look at it like oh, well you know get better uh, you'll be fine just take it easy i saw the look on your face right off the bat now i try not to let that anger me so much as it used to mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. sadly sadly you know that person saying that is just very uneducated and that's why we do this this is why we do these. This is why we're doing this for our own, for our own, but to educate people to the best of our ability uh, on stories and experiences that we have been through. Mm. And obviously, to open up a doorway for other people to talk. But um, you know, going into therapy at ten, um, that were all stimulated with um, my step parents. Um, wasn't weren't always good to to us. Um. No, things are obviously different now, but um, you know, I'm, I'm the only boy. I got seven sisters, so always people always think like, "Oh, you're spoiled, spoiled." <laughs> it was not the case. Uh, it was not the case at all. And I was second oldest. Um, not that I ever looked to be spoiled, but you know, it wasn't like that. So it was very, I was very lot more sensitive. I craved attention a lot more. I craved love a lot more. I still do. It's one of my biggest downfalls in my in my relationships is the crave that I I want because I never got that from elsewhere, which I'll I'll lead into more. Um, you know, when I got into high school, um, we all go through different emotions. Things are growing, things are showing. <laughs> um, the mind is, you know, learning a lot more. You know, I was in a relationship with a girl. Um broke up you know, young love as it, as it happens um but i got really depressed uh it was my first sign and first showing of what depression was like and when i say depression i'm talking like not being able to eat um it was the first time i had ever i had ever cut myself um i was a cutter uh initially um of course you know at that age you don't really know what you're trying to do but the cry out for help um, we got the scars every day to remind me. Um, it was a cry out for help, just somebody to take notice. And I always reflect that when I say that, I always reflect back to that what I was just saying about like that attention seeking. Mm-hmm. Somebody just to take notice. Um, and that's kind of how I, I got introduced to um, my main man, uh, Big Dane Rogan, who's you know my therapist now. Um, Fifteen years later, sixteen years later. He's, 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 he saved my life in high school because when all that was starting with me, the cutting and all that, the depression essentially led to my first suicide attempt. Um, when I, when I had my first suicide attempt as a, a, a freshman in high school, um, due to a breakup, um, but he was one of the first people I talked to and, uh, you know, I didn't really have anybody else to talk to and I never really had any male role models in life either. You know, I was raised by women. Um, and, you know, typically when, like I, said, like I mentioned about the uneducated, like I, I would go to somebody in my family, and I won't say any names, 
Um, I don't think that would be fair. You know, about what was going on with me. And it's like, oh, you better get your shit together or we're going to have you 302'd. Mm. Right? That's scary to hear because that's not that's not comforting. Right. That's not comforting at all. Uh, now what do I do? Now what do I do? Who do I go to? Do I just put up and shut up and just continue on with life? But where does that rabbit hole lead to? Mm-hmm. You know, um, and I'll now I'll let a little transition period. Um, that's a little bit of the early lights, parts of my life with the depression, and we will start going into the the adult um, portion of it. Um, so I'm trying to, if you want to jump in and maybe talk a little bit about like some of the early stages on, and then we'll, I'll transition back into now dealing with, with it as a as a as a grown adult, as a big kid. Well, I um like I mean, as a kid. I always dealt with the, the, just the insecurity, you know, I was not the cutest thing, um, period. Um, you know, so I My was, sister still say I have ugly duckly syndrome. I actually think I'm a pretty good looking guy. I, I was definitely, yeah. So like I got, I got picked on in school, you know, I was the big girl. So I was called big brute because big brute b-r-u-t-e because that's a play on my last name so what beautiful no no i wish and but you know honestly while yes it was sad and it hurt my feelings i didn't experience real depression till i was 25 years old yep Yep, that's what they, that's it. I was sitting here trying to think back when it was like 25 years old. And it's like when I had that point in my head that I was just like the anxiety, the, the over, the unrealistic level of perfectionism where everything had to be, you know, right. Everything had to be perfect because if Sharonda didn't have her shit together, like somebody was going to pick on her. You know, somebody was going to, like, call her out or something or whatever the case may be. And, yeah, I didn't use my government name, so y'all know I must be serious now. Yeah. Um, but, you know. Her, and, her real name's not Sunshine? I know, right? And then, you know, I carried that. And I didn't realize how much I carried it um, as an adult and as I do now where it's like, I am scared to to mess up anything. Like if I do, I'm just like everybody's gonna, somebody's gonna have something nasty to say, and I'm gonna hear it, and it's just gonna throw me, you know, out to the wolves. And like I still have to work on that. I still have to work on just like okay, it's all right just to be fucking imperfect. It's it's all right to like just mess up some shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's everything. I, it really is. It's it's part of it. No, man, I mess up. I'm still messing things up every, every day in my life. Um, take it, take a minute. I'm gonna, I'm gonna jump into um, the ad. I'm gonna talk about the adult part um, because this is where now we'll, I'll, I'll probably be that a lot out. My first serious run with depression as an adult came pretty recent. Um, obviously, you know diagnosis is there it's not going to go away uh i help a lot of people uh, i help a lot of people because I, I like to help a lot of people but i also help a lot of people to deflect um to hide the stuff uh i'm 33 i was about 30 31 when 
me and my ex-fiance split up. Um, we had a wedding date. I was, a, I was, a, I was, a, I was a, I was a part of that. I was part of that decision. Um, mentally, I was not there. Um, you know, it was, it was, it, it was just starting over. You know, started life starting over. Now, it wasn't the fear of that, but like you know, it's more or less the reflection period of what do I do now? Thirty something years old. I had everything that you know I could have wanted. Um, obviously, it wasn't what the person I thought it was going to be, but you know, you you learn. And then when that had happened, um, it was it was a now stages and things were happening so quickly. Um, my dad abandoned me, and my sister, um, well, my biological father, uh, me, and my older, he's back. I couldn't be more happier to have him back. Three years down the road, he, we had talked. Um, so now I had to deal with that. Like, why didn't my dad? Why did he? Why did he stop talking to me? And my sister. We're pretty proud, but for something to be proud of, about, I, I always thought uh, my sister's a nurse. Um, she's an incredible woman. She's an incredible mom. Um, why did he leave us? Especially as adults, it was always the thing that really threw me for a loop. Was like, like the hard part was over. My that my my stepfather then got re-diagnosed with cancer. Um, I was still in New Jersey. Um, this is all within three weeks. So now my stepdad gets re-diagnosed with cancer and, uh, doesn't look, look as good as we would hope for what it was. Um, you know, I was living, I went through a lot with the person also, um, they could be watching this show. I want to make sure I word this right and word it respectfully. Um, this person had gotten pregnant. It's very excited. Um, I knew that I wasn't in the right stages to be with this person at that time. Um, so we made this decision was made and always want to be a father. Um, but that was that, 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 that route didn't go. So now we had a, Abortion had happened. Um, all this has taken place, and you guys are hearing all this. This is all within three weeks of leaving my ex. Not obviously leave my ex, but you know, split up. Um, you know, just hit it all in the back. Just hit it all in the back and just kept going until it started re resurfacing. And I became so emotional. So emotional of little things. And I was like, oh, I got it. This isn't right. And then the shutdown period happened. Anybody that knows me knows I typically don't shut down too much. I'm very open. I had shut down. I had shut down completely. Um, I was in Philly visiting on my birthday about two years ago on my birthday. And um, I, I tried to kill myself on my birthday two years ago. Um, so I just, just sat there and said, like, would anybody miss me if I was gone? That was one of the biggest things I always thought about was that would anybody miss me if I was gone? Um, I went back to Philly, back to Jersey, and that is a suicide attempt. Um, on my brother two years ago. Um, 
went back to therapy and uh and then eventually talked to my told my sister my older sister whatever um the phone call that i got from her you know it was a path of from my life coach my sister to me and uh it's then when i had opened up and i told i talked about it um not talked about it like as in like what happened that night i've still never been, been still never have done that um but that phone call saved my life because i wasn't better and um things did get better but when you think it's better it's not there's still work that needs to be done and i forgot that and i forgot that because of the fact that sometime down the road you know this was april um november comes and i had a nervous breakdown i had a nervous breakdown uh i resigned from my position just fucking walked away and i didn't care i walked away and i was getting ready to go into an inpatient mental facility um and with insurance purposes i didn't get the opportunity to do that but i did go through like an iop um strictly for mental health uh um therapy really and uh and then made the decision and um decision was made that i didn't have to go if i didn't need to um continued on with my therapy got better shared my stories reflect reminisce don't forget you know reflect and try and help people and here I am. Two years oh, yeah. later. Definitely glad you are here. Two years. Uh, two years. It's been um, the last two years of my life were the, like, the worst of my life ever. The worst years of my life. Um, and I'm going to kind of jump in now with the whole initial topic of everything. Mental health is real. It's so real. That Those feelings of like crawling out of your skin. Those feelings of like having not, not not having anybody not not just looking for something anybody at that point um it's so real people look at me before i talk about these kind of things you know what do they say <laughs> funny good looking good career you know, sports media all that good stuff things i'm things i'm i'm, I'm proud of but then they learn this the story of how know i got there um what i went through what i still go through that's the real story not what i'm doing it's how i got there and i forget and i didn't forget it um so i try to share as much everything nothing's off the table with me and and by all means people um you guys can uh ask any questions that you guys want obviously some people know um i volunteer for the suicide hotline it's the most rewarding thing i've ever done in my entire life most rewarding thing i saw that thank you for putting that up andy uh jackie um it's great people just great people um i just spoke with andy today uh they're out in texas um and they're familiar a little bit about with the story too because we, we have some mutual friends um jackie and, and andy are two of the greatest greatest people i've ever had the opportunity to meet i'm very grateful for their friendship um I love them very much. Um, thanks for checking in, you guys. Um, you know, it's it's just it's it's a real life thing. You know, but like Rocky Balboa said, it's not all rainbows and sunshines in the world. You know, people do go through things. Always try to keep that mindset. Um, it's okay that you don't understand, and people might not, but respect it. 
you know, educate yourselves. Um, be be aware, understand, because you know, Sunshine and I are up here right now, you know, with the sole purpose of just trying to spread awareness. But with that, we're putting ourselves at risk. We're being very vulnerable. We're there right now for each other um, because we have to be. Um, if, we, if we want to do this the right way, we have to be for each other. Um, we're putting ourselves at, really out there with good, really good intent. Um, and, and it's it's important because without the this topic, without the you know us putting our ourselves at that risk, then then how do we spread? How, how do we how do we tell people what it's like? How do we tell people? How, how does anybody know? Um. I'm going to take myself a little minute. I'm, I'm, I'm right here, but I'm, I'm going to transition. Uh, um, you don't have to go as deep as you want, but uh, you know, take the floor a little bit if you like. Thank you, by the way. I just was trying. I love you right dearly. You're a very good. Friend. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I if I for I I, I want to say this now before I forget it. Um, one of the things that has always been a trigger for me. Because I, you know, I have a lot of, a lot of people that, you know, they, they are drawn to me. They, they are quick to be like, yeah, oh my God, Sunshine, you're awesome. This is, this girl, I love you. Blah, blah. So true. Not to cut you off, and, but it's so true. your energy is incredible. When I first met you, when yeah. I first met you, it was incredible. And then that was actually how our initial conversation kind of started because we went through a lot of the same stuff. Yeah. And I, I recognize that, you know, I'm that, um, what is I'm that lightning rod, you know, um, I'm, I'm that attractor and everything. Um, but I realized how much also how many of the people that do want to, you know, call myself, call themselves friends of mine or just want to get close to me, don't quite understand mental health or anything like that. And so when they are, their attempts to help, um, basically, kind of like backfire it fucking sucks and i wanted to just recognize the fact that like because i'm like we've talked for like the past week and so you know my situation you know where i'm at right now emotionally and what i 100 appreciate that i have never heard from you in this whole time is i hate seeing you like this people don't understand how hard it is when you are basically that person for everybody when you are you know that support that friend that 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 bright shining light and everything to people that when someone when you're down and when you need somebody to be that bright shining light for you that the words that they say is i hate seeing you like this because the only thing I hear is I hate seeing you. And I've, never, I've never, yeah, and, and I'm sorry, I have never said that to you ever. You haven't, and I appreciate so much that you haven't. Like whether or not you just naturally knew or whatever the fact, like that is what has helped me. When like it was fucking, what was it like four or five o'clock? Like, probably like five or six o'clock in the morning. And we were on the phone, and we were on the phone, and like. The fact that I didn't, you know, hear that from you, I really, really appreciate, you know, and like for those of you that have friends or um, 
partners in a relationship that are dealing with depression um, or struggling with depression at that time, whatever like that, it's okay not to have words to say to them. It's okay. Like, so well said. My, my, my boo, like, you know, I know good and well he don't like the crazy ass fucking YouTube videos that I binge watch and everything in the middle of the night. But damn it, like, I appreciated 100% last night just, you know, sitting in bed because it's like I couldn't fucking get out of bed. Like, I got terrible feeling. I didn't want to. I did not want to get out of fucking bed at all. And he came in there and he was like, okay, hey, babe, you want to watch some, like, drain unclogging videos? <laughs> I'm some, sorry. Like, <laughs> some hoof trimming videos, because that's the kind of crazy ass shit that I like to watch. The drain plug. You know? The satisfaction is feeling. <laughs> it is. And, and videos out there that are, like, satisfying. Like, if you... I don't mean to cut you off. I'll just make one little yeah. point. I used to watch videos of like and just search satisfying noises like of like the butter slicing or little weird shit like that or crossing the axis as I'm walking down the street like a fucking nut job. <laughs> um, thank you for noticing that um, about that about what you just said. Um, I, I I I I never thought about that ever. I've never thought about that. I, I have never, I've never come to my mind like about saying, oh, I hate seeing you with this. Because if I say that, and like kind of what you were saying, like, this is stuff that we go through. So, me to say, like, I hate that you seeing you like this, well, this is us. Well, I hate seeing you then. No, I, I would never say something like that. I, I want, I would, I would just be there for you. So I can be there for you, whether as, as long as I need, as, and that's all. I mean, it's as simple as that. Dissect, di- dissect the things that I can, mm-hmm. and like I said, we we talked about this earlier. Sometimes, you know, getting those words out is difficult. So with me, I just I dissect it and I kind of say it back to you. Uh, we had that conversation earlier, and you've done that for me. Um, I love you, babe. I want to know that. All right, I've good friend Andy popped up here. Um, I battled depression after my divorce. It's real. It's the patillion drugs, drinking, suicidal thoughts, Andy Mendoza. I'll do a little, um, just to touch on with Andy. Um, Andy is one of the most kind-hearted people I've ever met. I, I mentioned a little bit about that. Yeah, he's your good friend. Um, he, he uh, it's very vulnerable for him to even say. Um, you know, because people don't know him. Obviously, I, I do. But, um. Dude, he's always the first person to fucking listen to somebody. I mean, he's got me. I, I've had a, you know, I've had some conversations with him. Um, oh, I'm gonna get emotional. He's the one and only person, only person that when Katie and I split, I lost all my friends that were part of that crew. Um, obviously, we do talk from like the day Matthews band. People know that. Um, Andy never left me. His wife never left me. They still remain my friends. Um, the only ones, and I, I, I've said that to him today. Actually, I said that I appreciate that because it meant so much. Because I lost everybody, people I thought that were my fucking best friends, and we both said like I respect loyalty. I do, but uh, he never left me. He never left me. Yeah, yeah. That means always will mean a lot to me. It's my boy. 
him and his wife. I love his wife dearly. I, I say his wife is our wife. I'm like, how's our wife? Um, I'll make sure I call them later on. But uh, yeah, I just wanted to make that little point. Um, he never did. Yeah, he never left my side. Uh, always, well, you know, it's my boy. I just had to make that little little note. <laughs> I wow. think also like another thing because like I've been on like I've since I've been on the side of like the pressure. Um, like don't get me wrong, I've been on the side of like losing a friend too. So it's like, well, not even a friend. He was an ex. And like up until recently, I had so much anger against him because I was just like, how the fuck could you do this? Even if, even though we weren't together at the time, yeah, we had always stayed like had a connection. Oh, you know, I can relate. And I, you know, I mean, at the time he was married, like him and his wife, like they told me straight up, like, I don't give a fuck, Sharonda, if it's two, three, four o'clock in the morning, if you're feeling what you're feeling and you need somebody, like, call us, we'll come get you. And like, dead ass have made, made good on that. And um, back in 2019, I found out that I was out of town and like so crazy i was out of town and i missed my incoming flight i missed my flight to get back to jacksonville and um i had to wait and was delayed a couple of hours it wasn't until i think the next day his um wife called me and told me that he had jumped off the bridge and it was the it was the bridge that I was supposed to be crossing at that time. Like, had I made my flight, had I gotten back to Jacksonville at that time, there, like, I would have either saw him or yeah. the truck well, that that's... he had left there. And so, from that time up until just recently, I had so much anger towards him. I was mad at him because I'm like, how the fuck could you do this? You you sat here and you were like, I'm here for you and no matter what, you just call us whenever. And I I I said the same to you and you never reached out. You didn't say anything. You didn't come and talk to me. You didn't say, you know what, Sharonda, I'm feeling like shit right now and I'm ready to check out. Yeah. And, and that's the thing they have to be able to do it both ways. Um yeah. It wasn't until like just this weekend I'm going through what I'm going through that like it my anger changed from fuck. I understand. Like and wow. it's years. scary. But years it's like, it took. Years. I understand. The transition I'm gonna take now a minute. The transition period that now you had learned and I'm gonna sunshine, we relate a lot and I'm gonna have to tell you the story. It's just his birthday a couple of days ago. My best friend, my best friend, my, my best friend, Leo. Went to Father Judge together. We grew up together. Um, he was the center. I was right wing. Four years. Four years. He was my center. I was his right wing. He was my best friend. Um, as a team. We, wanted, we did a lot, a lot of things together for Father Judge Aizaki. But not only that, I couldn't afford equipment. Couldn't afford equipment. He gave me all my equipment so I could play Father Judge Aisaki. I still have the skates from high school. I still have the stick that I used that he gave me so I could play for this team. He made sure I played. Without him, I would not have never played the game 
spent 18 years playing this game because of him. I still use those skates today. They have died three years ago of an overdose. We kind of went separate ways um, after high school. Uh, you know, we got mixed up with the wrong crowd. I kept playing hockey. We would run into each other. From, um, always lots of love. He's the reason why I play. He's the reason why I play. I have his jersey framed in my house. His father judge jersey. Um, I would never have made the life I made playing the game. And you know how important hockey is to me. I spent a long, long time, 18 years, but he is the reason why I I play. Because he gave me the equipment. He had extra equipment. He threw it together and he gave it to me so I could play. And I played a long, long career with that same stuff. Um, spoke at his funeral. Uh, I, mean, I remember when I found out. Um, it was a damn good player. But that anger, like you said, you know, I... I, I I'm not sure the situation. Obviously, there was wasn't a suicide. Um, this was. I would think shit is real, and and I, and I just want to touch on that for a minute, and I won't get too much into it. It's a disease. Um, I will not. Everybody has their opinion, but I will not sit up here and then say you made the, the choice to do drugs. I think that that is selfless. I think that that is wrong, and I think that is uneducated. My fa- I have history in my family of drug use. Guess what, guys? I'm a pretty successful person. I've done it myself. I have my share. And I went through an IOP phase because of, because of drinking, um, which then you know, would lead to other things that with experimenting. Guess what? How do people look at me now? Am I just some kind of loser or whatever people have their opinions are? Because I've been able to overcome it. And I'm, and I'm pretty successful, you know, people see people hear all the story, but then they hear, oh, drugs. Wow. Frankie's probably a big loser. No, I'm not. I'm open. I'm open about it. That's the way it has to be. You know, I was still able to do things in my life and become sex successful. And guess what I did? I fucked on drugs. Um, some heavy shit too. You know, people that would probably look at me like, oh, you're, you're disgusting and whatever. Well, Whatever, as, as your opinion, it's not mine. I share it and I take it as, as learning and talking to people about these things. Um, but yeah, I just put the touch on that. Uh, we, have, we have that that mutual friend that was important to us that left us. Um, yeah, man, he was everything to me. Uh, it's the reason why I played hockey. reason why I played. Um, what an episode, by the way. <laughs> what an episode um we're coming up through an hour um we'll start doing a transition uh transition out out um and actually i think we should actually kind of maybe end end it on uh i don't end it, end it with this um some some resources so about some resources let's, let's transition a little bit um right off the bat guys uh thank you for joining us on this one resources you know you got you can call me you can shoot me a message people know me I'm, if I, I'm always going to be here to talk. So you have one. Um, please don't hesitate ever to, to contact me if anybody ever needs to talk about anything. Um, leave Sunshine alone. She's busy. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'll at least say hey and holler, you know. I'm trying to be a life coach and stuff, which is not like oh my god, enough piece of stress too, because I'm sitting here like, how the hell am I supposed to be somebody? Do you, life do you remember that first, the first episode when I asked you what was your highest point in life? Oh I, yes, I do. And you thought I was talking about oh yeah, I would like I, your most successful moment was, and you told me the story about how high on. Did I also tell you? I think I told you that I had I've I recently had another highest moment a few weeks ago. You did tell me about that. At my own hands. I know how to bake y'all, so I those cookies were delicious. That's all I have to say. Mm -hmm. Good. So back to like a little bit of the resources. Um I have a nonprofit that's very close to me. Uh National Alliance Against Mental Illness in Bucks County great great people um do a lot of charity with them i got certified you know through them Re they post things um every every day uh with updates on these on classes and free <laughs> free that's another thing i always think about too when people say oh i don't have this i don't have this i was like boom here's a free one um different things throughout the day zoom calls that you can join and uh talk to people um they're incredible um i'll i'll actually um throw some your way to uh sunshine i'm in there a lot too so it would be we would actually uh, dynamic duo it um there's your not your national suicide hotline prevention number um we'll put that out with a post um if you ever get to that point please use it you never know who might be on the other line. Could be me. Could be me. Um, there's just a few of the things that are close to my heart personally um, that you could use uh, for resources, but there are tons. And I'll be, I'm gonna, uh, we're gonna post some actually um, through uh, our the My Crazy X's Facebook page. We'll uh, we'll post a bunch. We'll just hit, and then we'll start a thread. And anybody else that wants to add some on, put them right in the thread. Jeremy. Um, my good man, great guy, clubhouse guy, good hockey guy. Oh, great, yeah, great listen to both of you. Vulnerability is important and eliminates shame. There should be no shame surrounding your mental health. Um, Jeremy's a great guy. He, he, he goes through a lot. Um, I'm going to put his business out there, but uh, he's, he's, he's quite open and uh, great guy. Great guy. I love Jeremy very much. Came on my show last night to talk hockey, actually. Anastasia, <laughs> thank you so much to both of you for your vulnerability and honesty from the bottom of my heart. Both were so strong. Oh, well, thank you. Um, I mean, I, I mean, I'm saying thank you for the compliment, not thank you for really listening to anything else. Um, thank you for giving us the opportunity to do this. Thank you for listening. Thank you for, um, you know, listening to us, our stories, and uh, take, if we helped anybody today, um, that, then the goal has been met. Um, those are my resources. Okay. So yeah, oh, those are my resources. I'm gonna let you take the floor. Um, bottom line is, I think from both of us, our intent is to, um, you know, offer help and encouragement, and, and like Jeremy said, like remove some of the shame behind it and everything like that. Um, and just like it's okay to like be where you're at, and it's also okay to like seek help when you need it. You know, and if you don't feel like you need it, you know, you run it by a friend and, they, you know, just in case they'll be like, yeah, you probably need it, you know. Um, 
But yeah, like final thought. Ask for ask for help if you need it. You know. Yeah, sure. I'm gonna um. Final thought, sunshine. Your final thought. What is it? Um. You just had to go, but I wish I kind of mentioned it beforehand. All right. Uh, Here's another one. Cheese on tacos. (laughs) It's the final one that came up to my mind. Okay. I'm all about it. You've heard me. Listen, my final thought used to be uh, Chick fil A's clothes on Sundays. (laughs) My final thought. um, um, uh, Yes, um, we did say we thought we were taking guests. Um, I have an issue with my. um platform so that's why um he barely but, could get me in <laughs> yeah yeah we have a little bit of an issue um i know who that is that's pretty sure it's chrissy um chrissy chrissy do me a favor while, while i'm talking um i know you have some things coming up um I wanna, if you don't mind i can give it a little plug um if you'd rather not me do that that's okay but if, you, if i see a comment up then um i will plug it um chrissy has some really big things coming up um and of light of our topic final thought Thank you for joining us. Thank you for allowing us to do this. We can only hope that we help somebody. Please reach out to us. Thank you so much. Um, what more can we say? We're grateful that we have the opportunity to, 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 to talk. We have the opportunity to, to, to talk. Um, mentally, uh, this is uh, Chrissy's new project. Mentally Kill Launch Party is a... Uh, 6 6 30 10 to 12 a.m um sorry 10 p.m to 12 a.m um she should be focused on a lot of her issues a lot of mental health i will actually be guesting on one of those um i'm sure she'll probably maybe reach out to you sometime um because goes through a lot and uh i think it's pretty incredible that she's uh you know doing that so i applaud her for that and i'm happy to help out any way i can that being said we're gonna um we're gonna wrap this up we hit an hour. Yeah. It was Hello. a good it was My incredible. bed is calling me. Are you sure it's the better or is it a crawfish? They're out of season now. Well, I'm sorry to hear that. I wonder why all these things are happening though. We have no crawfish. I promise you that's not part of the the present, <laughs> I don't think. I know. That being said, um, thank you everybody. Go follow us. My crazy axes, we're back. Um, thank you for giving us the opportunity. Um we love you all very much. Sunshine, I love you very much. Love you too, Frankie. Thank you. I'm glad that we did this. I'm going to transition both of us out. Let the music cue for a little bit to kind of wind down. And then I'll end the broadcast. Guys, share it. Give us a follow. Like it. Please put comments in. Um, share it. Share this Share this. This feed, man. This could touch somebody. And we're always here to help people. Um, that being and said. I'm going to hold us accountable. We'll see you guys. In two weeks, July 11th. Two weeks, July 11th. Thanks, everybody. Be well, be kind, be sexy.